everyone welcome back to the overseer podcast episode three it's february 2nd 2020 we got an interesting episode today we reached out to reddit a couple days ago to find out some more car questions to kind of spice things up on the episode uh, we reached out to people in all different types of subreddits so the car subreddit the technology subreddit and uh, we got we got a few questions that i think is going to be uh, kind of fun to discuss so um, our first question is going to be from uh, JL Goodwin, 1990, uh, and his question was: uh, Luxury cars or telephones, and kind of like you know why they disappeared, how they started out in the first place, and you know just the general topic about them. Yeah, Adnan, you want to start off? Start off and uh, yeah. So uh, I don't know. I feel like they were like a cool accessory back in the day, like mm-hmm. having like a physical phone in the car. Or like having the keypad in general yeah and it just kind of died out because like the whole bluetooth and tech being available you know nowadays but uh i feel like it was like a niche option to have you know what are your thoughts on it yeah i definitely think we we don't need them anymore but they were really cool to have i guess you must have felt like the man when when you had <laughs> i guess like a bentley from what the 90s and it came with a telephone in it so it's one of those you know things that look really really cool at the time but uh Looking back on it, a few decades, yeah, a few decades yeah, later Yeah, like 1970 now. was like the first time they had them. Yeah, so that's kind of, but with all the Bluetooth stuff we have and Apple CarPlay and Android Auto, is it called Android Auto? Yeah, Android yeah, Auto, yeah. All that stuff makes everything before, everything prior super obsolete. But Yeah, like having an independent phone in your car now is kind of useless. Yeah, but uh, when it first came out, I'm sure it was insane just the thought of having a cell phone built into your car that actually got reception you could have calls while you're driving as opposed to just always talking on a landline that must have been insane yeah because this is like 19 what 70 right so this is before cds for the internet and you know they had vinyl record players in their cars and then you have this you know new piece of tech you know like a slim telephone in your car and um i think like the last time i saw like a specific car phone in a car was the um I think it was the Mercedes S-Class from, like, 07. Like, you got a SIM card in the car, and then you had a physical, you know, number pad uh, under the center console. So then after that, you know, Bluetooth was, I think, a little early in 2000s, but I think by 08, 09, you know, a lot of cars just having basic Bluetooth in there, and then, you know, no need for having a separate phone for your car. Yep. So JL Goodwin on the post, he said, uh, I honestly wish those would come back. Am I alone in that regard? <laughs> I'm sorry to say, I think you are, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just don't find a need for them anymore. I think they were cool to have when, when they first came out, obviously, but yeah, I don't, I wouldn't buy it as an option, you know? I yeah. I mean, having like an interface like that would be cool looking. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure like, you can... Like tablets in the back of a Bentley or a 7 Series. Yeah. Like, those are cool. The mini iPads that, that you can use to control the seats, the, the heating, the uh, climate control through the iPad. I think that's quite cool. Um, I don't, I've never really liked those iPads in the back because they just look so, like... Well, they look just tacky. giant obstruction, yeah, in the back of it. I, I appreciate their functionality. I'm not saying it looks good, just, just you know, a huge iPad tacked on the tacked onto you know leather <clears throat> tesla right you know? <laughs> so yeah i feel like with tesla i think the way they did it was pretty neat it was like they just have the giant ipad in the front but i feel like adding it you know in the back you know like in the back of a bentley like you have you know the ipad is sticking out and it's you know it's not a good look it's not a good saying. look and then i think the keyboard is either attached or it's like a wireless keyboard and most of these people they probably have like their own phone 
or a computer to use. So I doubt, you know, maybe it's nice to watch Netflix on there, but no one's going to really use it to do other stuff. Um, All right, you want to move on to the next question then? Yeah, so that was a pretty good question. Um, very niche. Uh, yeah, that came out subjects. of nowhere. Like, yeah. They usually don't talk about old tech on, you know, those car subreddits. So yeah. Shout out, JL Goodwin. Yeah, very good question. All right, you want to bring us uh, on to our next yeah, question? Yeah, so the next question is best-looking American cars. And who was the user who uh, suggested uh, it? I believe it's uh, Sambo Nashville who came up with this question. The best-looking American. Yeah, he asked... What do you think is the most beautiful American car ever made? What, what do you think? Honestly, uh, I think the one of the original Ford GTs. Oh, yeah, the GT40. The Ford GT40 is a really good-looking car. 62 Stingray yeah, is beautiful. Stingray. That's one of, like, the American icons, right? Yep. Um, what about, like, the more modern American cars? Yeah, that's a good question because when I was reading the Reddit post, they were all talking about usually classic Classic cars, like someone mentioned, a 65 Buick Riviera, the C2 Stingray Coupe. Or honestly, like the 1970 Camaro. Yeah, people are mentioning C3 Corvettes, the, the Thunderbird, but modern day, uh, the new Ford GT Ford looks GT, good. obviously. I think I've been obsessed lately with the, the Ford GT 350R. Yeah, that thing V8, flat, mean, plain, yeah. crank, V8. I think if I had, if you gave me 75K right now, I wouldn't buy an M4. I wouldn't buy an M3. That's probably what I, I wouldn't even yeah, buy a 911. even on the track, those cars are really good. They're insane. I, I've, I've seen one in person, and it looks amazing. And Wait, I'm, you I'm said really driving for 75K, better. you wouldn't buy a 911? No, I'd take that, yes. I'd take this over a 911 any day. Okay. Just from what I hear and the, just how mean it looks, <laughs> I'd honestly take the GT350R over a What 911 can you get for 75K? Uh, probably used, but yeah. Yeah, I right. know, but like, what, what you wise, one? you can't get a 911. No, no. Um, Actually, Cayman GT4s. That's a good. That's ooh, a good comparison. Cayman yeah. GT4 versus GT350R. I would have to drive both. I gotta look that up. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like older car wise. I don't know if this particular user wanted new or old, but the I think the Corvette Stingray is just amazing. The original looking. or the... the original 1963 Stingray. Okay. Um, okay. It looks timeless even now. Like um, it still looks good to me. I still think the Viper ACR, the newest generation Viper ACR, is one of the best looking American cars as well. Um, I'm trying to think. Te- Tesla's American, remember? Yeah, yeah but, but they don't look that good. To the me. first Tesla Model S looked absolutely disgusting. Oh uh, no! Yeah, with the black hump in the front. Yeah. Yeah, I like that they kind of shaped up the grill and kind of smoothed out the front because they don't need a grill, you know? It's all yeah, electronics, exactly. you know? They don't need any cooling at the front. Um, but, yeah, so that's our take, Sambo, Nashville. I feel like there has to be other cars we're forgetting, yeah. I mean, I just looked up best-looking American car. <laughs> I mean, the Hellcat, I see a lot of Hellcats on here. Um, I'm looking at a lot of Stingrays. There's Tesla in there. I don't know why. They got the Ford GT in there. Um, I think I covered just about everything that was important to me. Uh, I like the Camaro ZL1 LE, mm-hmm. one LE. I think that looks really good. I think like the old Chargers. Old Chargers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Old Camaros, old Chargers. Yep, they look amazing. Or honestly, right. like the older Shelby Mustangs. Those are beautiful. Oh, dude, AC, AC Cobra. Cobra yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, perfect. Yep, half that's British, an amazing half car. Icon. Ford versus Ferrari kind of solidified my... my your love, love for am- yeah. American cars now made me find a new appreciation for them. All right. Thank you, Sambo Nashville, for that question. Next question. Uh, the next question is, how often do you use your modes in your car? And I believe this, uh, yes, so this question comes from Reddit on ProDuxTui. So he asked, 
Um, how often do you use different driving modes? So that's kind of just sport, comfort, eco pro, you know, those different driving modes. So, um, I personally never use e eco unless like the car puts it into eco. Because mm. I honestly like, like I get it, but at the same time, like, I don't want to use it because it just feels like the car is being held back. Honestly, when my take on it is when I've never used comfort mode. I'm always either oh, really? in eco pro or in sport. Yeah. Because Eco Pro, if I'm just driving on the highway, I want to get like the best gas mileage. So yeah, the e the cars I've driven with different driving modes are the newer BMWs. So, um, like I've been driving a four series quite a bit recently. So it has Sport Plus, Sport, uh, Comfort, and Eco Pro. I never, I don't think I've ever had it in Comfort. Have you like ever used it? I mean, yeah, but there's not that much of a difference. At least I can't tell. Maybe the steering feeling is the same as Eco Pro. It's just the gas mileage and throttle response. And I'm not a huge fan of the Sport Mode in the 4 Series because they pump in the active sound. Right. You know sense. all about that, don't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, I hate that way. active sound. And the car actually sounds the best in Eco Pro because it has no active sound. And you can hear the turbos really well. Right. And the throttle is a lot more manageable. Like when I sent you... That video of me drifting uh, the 3 Series. Yeah. I was drifting a 2015 3 Series, and uh, I had an Eco Pro. Really? With DSC off. Yeah, because it's easier to manage the throttle. It the, sounded the throttle. really good. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I had the throttle on Eco Pro as opposed to Sport Plus, which because once it's in Sport Plus, you're just giving it too much. Right, you can't, yeah. You can't also, modulate. it turns off traction too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you want to... But yeah, my take on it is, unless I'm driving sporty... Yeah. I, honestly, I always like, keep I feel it like GoPro. Sport mode's like maybe like sometimes in the weekend you really want to like have some fun. Like honestly, after leaving the Ford vs Ferrari movie, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I don't just drive it in one mode for a day. I always just change it depending on how I'm feeling when driving. Like if I'm taking a sharp turn, I'll turn it to sport, kind of take the turn, and then Stuck turn it traffic. right back. And yeah, then as soon as I get back on the highway, like if I'm merging, I'll keep it in sport. And then, just as soon as I'm settled, they'll flip it back into Eco Pro. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, uh, Products Tui, for that question. Um, our next question, and our last question, is uh, cars with too much badging. Uh, who's the user on that one? I believe it's the average homeboy, if I'm not mistaken. Hold on, let me, let me just make sure. But, yeah, go ahead. Um, honestly, I think it's, like, the cars that are, like... It's not, like, the sports cars that have too much badging. It's, like... The Chevy Suburban with all the options loaded on it, or like an Acura with like a Sport RDS, yep. you know? Mm -hmm. Like it'll say touring and then so Sport, and then on the side it'll say all wheel drive. Uh, a spec, yeah. yeah. I hate those badges. I also hate most, some of the new BMW M Sport cars, like oh, the yeah. M235i. Yeah. Way too many M badges. It's not even a real M car, man. It really isn't. There's just way too many. I think there was like 30 M, M badges on it, not on the outside, just. Right, you know, steering interior. wheel. Yeah, um, the, the footrest and stuff like, like that. Badged on the, the back sale, of the seat. Yeah, so they just have too much badging on that car. I like um, I like McLaren. I think McLaren do a good job of just one badge, that's it. They don't there's, have five, seven. They don't even have, yeah, like the names on it. Yeah, they don't have the names on it. I like it simple. Oh, I also hate the new Porsche 992 badging. Oh, it's, yeah. It's like five or six Porsche different fonts. Porsche on top, Porsche model, and then on the side I think if you want it but I don't think that's an option yeah I'm not I'm not a fan um, of, of the badging on the new 992 the Focus RS has a lot of badging on it really? yeah are you sure? There's, I thought it was just the, it just says Focus RS on the back no there's one on the side I'm pretty sure there's one at the front uh -huh. um, it, like Doug DiMuro made fun of it when he test drove it to see how many badges there were on the car 
Oh, okay. I, I never even noticed that. I definitely think the uh, some of the Kias I feel like have too much badging. Oh, the the uh, Mercedes has way too many stupid ass bet. Excuse my language. <laughs> they have so many like the buy turbo badges on all the non AMG cars. It'll say buy turbo. Yeah. I'll falter back AMG buy twin turbo. Like bro, no one cares. It's not even an. It's not a yeah, real AMG. Especially the ones with like this, like the AMG package, not even AMG. And I just hate like, the names. The GLA three fifty formatic. What the hell is that? All the yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I Mercedes. <laughs> stop. Okay. Stop. That's such. It's so true because it will say formatic on the back too. Like not even like, you know. Uh, E three fifty four maybe you know, instead of adding like the entire word exactly, like um, when Lamborghini comes out with the Aventador LP seven fifty dash four Super Veloce, you don't see them writing all that, all that stuff on the side of it. Right. You know they just have one badge Lamborghini, okay, and that's it. Yeah, um, my uncle bought like a new Suburban, and on the side of it, to like LT Auto right on the, the footsteps it said you know like the uh, model badge you know LTZ whatever. On the front, it said it, you know, like, cause they like the trailer package. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the American pickups, yeah. like, it'll it'll have a lot too much badging on it. Like, it'll be like Super Duty, and then it'll be exactly like, like the know, Ford F one fifty as well has too much badging. I like the Raptor bad, the Raptor stickers on the side of the car. Yeah, though. those look pretty. cool. I think they look pretty cool. Um, like the Fiat Abarth. The Fiat Abarth, the the five hundred, yeah. or whatever. I don't know. I've ever been paying attention to. Um, they have a lot of badging. Yeah, it'll be like, uh, where is it? Hold on. Yeah, never mind. I guess I'm wrong on that one. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I didn't. I don't think I remember <laughs> seeing many badges. But Audi, BMW, Mercedes, I think all of them have way too much badging. Like with the Audi, you have a oh, S8 TFSI Quattro, you know, V8 twin turbo, bi turbo. Once again, no one cares. All right, it's not. It's not even a real. What is it? RS car. Yeah. Half the time. Yeah, uh, car makers they need it. They need to chill out with the badging. We get it. You know, you you bought a German sports car. That's okay. It's always the cars with like not the highest, you know, option like the highest, you know, like not the car. highest level, like it's not the, the medium level for the average schmuck who wants yeah, to show. Yes, <laughs> yes. That's what the badge should be on the cars. Just schmuck. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Douchebag. <laughs> um. That's all the questions we got today. Okay, thank you guys for Reddit. And uh, our Reddit name is The Oversteer Podcast. So if you have any more questions that you want to send towards us, just DM us. and Please uh, do send them our way. We love the questions. Yep, we'll be taking a look at more questions this week, just going around. I, I think I like this this segment of the yeah. podcast, just answering it, questions. I feel any podcast will talk about like car news, but I feel like you know if someone gets to get their question answered you know, by two car guys, of course. So, do you want to end on like the most recent car news we got, which is just the Hummer yeah, EV? There's not much. Um, so, la- yesterday it was the Super Bowl, and uh, Hummer had their ad, and I was complaining to Hashim about it on the phone, where I was like, "What does LeBron dunking have to do with yeah, the Hummer I, EV?" Yeah, I, l- I looked at it. I don't even have a retaliation for it because I thought it was a well-produced commercial, but I didn't really get the message until I read it, it was like silent dominance because there was no audio in the commercial. So, oh, that, so I, that's yeah, yeah it's it, silent, silently dominating because it's a electric Hummer. Right, I think at one point in the ad it said "sounds like," and I thought there were still people talking in the room, but it turns out there's no audio. Yeah, no, uh, I think it's supposed to be a pickup truck as well, is what people are saying. So. I heard it's gonna be like the H2. Is that the pickup? Maybe like the H3T. I don't know. I don't know a thing about Hummers. I remember as a kid, I was obsessed crap. with Hummers. Um, really? Yeah, the H3T was yeah, the last model they made. Tells me a lot, huh? <laughs> and that was uh, as a truck. Um, I think it'll sell. Do you think it'll sell or no? 
I think it's a good way to get like middle America Mm -hmm. attached to it because they're not like Tesla guys. Um, I don't know. I feel like, you know, GM doesn't have a lot of experience with making EVs. Maybe like their smaller um, cars. I think they're going after the Cybertruck with this. They saw the success of the Cybertruck, how many pre-orders they had, and GM's like, oh, we want a piece of that. Oh, yeah, give me that. So they're trying to jump in. I bet that they that they don't really have a... Um, like a market pr- base? Not a market base, but like a lot of production behind this, like a lot of R&D already done. I feel like this is just a concept. It really is a concept because they haven't... There's, have they finished production on like... that? Have they made a production car? This is the first car? we know about it. I think something shows the front grill. Yeah, I think so. maybe a New York Auto Show we might see one. You think that early? Even then, I don't like probably a concept. Because I, did you hear about this before the ad? I no. didn't hear anything. There's rumors, but everything that no. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they said uh, eleven thousand pound feet of torque in the car. Eleven thousand, you which, said. Um, the how much did the Cybertruck have? Are you sure that's right? Eleven thousand. Yeah, that's why everyone's oh, like complaining about it. It's like it sounds really misleading. Um, I don't. I feel like my hunch on this is that it's gonna be like an H two or an H three, a little bit of new styling on it, and then it'll just have a massive battery under the car. That's it. What do you think it's gonna drive like though? Because all Hummers I hear drive like crap. Yeah. Um. I think it'll probably maybe have like since it's GM, they probably have the suburban Cadillac Escalade suspension. You know, they'll probably use some components of that car. Mm-hmm. Um, interior wise, probably similar to one of those cars. Um, infotainment system is probably going to be garbage because it's GM. Yep. Yep. Um, I don't really know their market, though. I don't see a lot of you know people that buy pickup trucks buying electric pickup trucks. Neither do I. It was kind of like the thing with the Harley Davidson. They made an electric oh, Harley, yeah. and I don't think they sold any of them because yeah. they were so expensive, too. This is probably going to be really expensive. Probably 60 grand at least. Seven, I think at least 70. And at that point, it's Tesla is their only competitor and, and tesla has Tesla's very, been doing it they, they have already strong, have pre-orders mm-hmm. and they have a strong demographic they have they have the fanboys record yeah um i don't know um also with their charging infrastructure you know what's what's gonna go that's that? that's a really good question to address too Who, how are you gonna charge a hummer man yeah things i mean because tesla's like they've had an intra- infrastructure set up and I know that there's chargers in, like, L.A. and stuff like that. There's a network. It's expanding. But I feel like GM's a little late to the game on this. Well, you can go cross-country in a Tesla just charging up. But it took them, like, since 2013, 2014 to build this network up. Remember, there's only a couple near major cities. Yeah. And GM, you know, they're a very big company. EV's not their main seller. So I think this might just die off in a couple of years. Or it might be a Halo product and might create some other cars. Oh, so the R&D trickles down a little exactly. bit, so they make a mid-sized SUV, maybe a crossover. And, yeah. Oh, they have the Ford Mach-E. I totally forgot oh, about yeah. that. No, that's Ford, GM, two different companies. Oh, my bad. Yeah, that's that's my nephew moment. <laughs> I'm sounding <laughs> like you now. All right, so I think uh, that – is that is that what we're ending? I think we're good, right? We're at 20 car minutes. Car ads, there wasn't any new cars. There's obviously, like, the typical Toyota, Kia commercial, you know, where they have – oh, Hyundai had the uh, smart the smart park which the car smart park smart park yeah, yeah Boston accent yeah, that that ad was very cringe <laughs> I felt bad that Chris Evans had to do that um the Audi e-tron sportback yeah I'm not interested <laughs> um I think the best ad is Porsche by far oh yeah the Porsche we talked about this uh yeah, last podcast but 
Yeah, the, the heist ad was absolutely amazing. Have you seen the behind the scenes for that? No, I want to. Oh, it's 20 minutes. is amazing. They show how many days they took. I think I only did it in less than a week, which is insane. Which, is like you said, no CGI, right? So oh, all of it was all the real cars driving. The amount of action work they have to do. Yeah. That's yeah, it, it was respect great. Respect to Porsche. Um, all right, so I think we're, that's going to be it for today's yeah, podcast. Once again, thanks for all your questions. Make yeah, sure that very much appreciated. Yeah, spice up the podcast. Yeah, of course. So please feel free to send any more questions for the next one and have a good one. Take care. All right.